Welcome to Unlearning. I'm Roxy and I'm from the Philippines. Join Erica and I as we discuss how to unlearn toxic and self-limiting beliefs, how we free ourselves from the opinions of others and go for what we really want. Each week we discuss issues that we've gone through or that our guests have gone through in the context of an Asian society. So happy to have you here. Tag us at Unlearning With Us if you enjoy this episode. Hello, this is Roxy and welcome back to Unlearning. Today, we're going to talk about what I learned from therapy. So um, usually when I tell people that I go to therapy, they give me kind of a weird face um, when I say that I'm talking to someone like oh are you okay is something wrong with you but I think that therapy isn't just for people who are going through something in fact I started it because I just wanted to understand myself better I wanted to know my tendencies a bit better I wanted a an objective third-party perspective um to who who could point out like patterns that I wasn't aware of or maybe insecurities that I wasn't aware of. And I was always toying around with the idea for a long time. I was already a reflective person to begin with, but I thought that this would give me the space and time to be able to actually focus on that, focus on um, what I could improve on and focus on my own journey. So... I wanted to share the things that I learned from therapy in case you have been thinking about it, whether or not you're going through something. I think it's definitely something that everyone should try at least once in their life. And yes, I also think that it takes a lot of emotional um, capacity to go through each session because you really have to think about um your life, things that bother you, things that have hurt you, or even even when it isn't painful, you just it's just a lot of emotional <laughs> um, discussions. So yeah, I think the first thing that I learned was that when I get annoyed with someone, it usually isn't the other person's fault. So it is mostly a reflection of something that I'm insecure about and something that I'm projecting. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard the word projecting and about how you were usually projecting some of your issues. And through therapy, I learned that, yeah, a lot of the stuff that I care about and a lot of the stuff that I get pissed about is because I am projecting. It isn't about the other person usually. Um, so when we get mad, I think it's also very normal to blame that other person for not reaching your standards. So in my example, um, if, uh, you know, Alessio, my husband doesn't clean up um, after himself, then I'm going to blame that action. But it is important to pause and reflect on why that bothers me. Why does him not cleaning up bother me? versus like focusing on his lack of being able to clean up. Um, and I 
it's also important for you to reflect and think about um, why these are your standards and remember that they are your standards. Um, and it isn't fair to measure other people with how you measure yourself and towards what you value. So I think, yeah, it it definitely helps a lot when um, I have that self-awareness to acknowledge that it might not be his fault. It might actually just be the fact that I'm super picky and I'm super um, annoying when it comes to something like that. And it, it must have come from somewhere. Like him not cleaning up is probably a reflection of me not feeling like he cares versus him being incompetent, you know. So typically it does go back to a feeling. It does go back to a trigger. And I think that's what's important to find out, that, that it isn't just um, an action. and um, But it's usually how an action makes you feel and how you feel can be traced back to however you used to feel when you were a child, <laughs> which goes to my second learning. So I found out, well, I kind of knew this in some ways already, but a lot of my self-worth is also tied to achieving a lot, um, which basically means that I feel better about myself when I achieve something and feel less about feel less good about myself when I'm not meeting those standards. So I remember when I was um, working out intensely and trying to reach a goal, um, I wasn't really losing or I wasn't seeing the results as fastly as as quickly as I wanted to. And yeah, it made me feel like I'm doing all this work, but I'm not achieving anything. So I was focused on the results. I was focused on the goal. And, and it kind of made me feel like I was doing something wrong when I wasn't accomplishing that goal. Um, but yeah, throughout therapy, I started to realize how much of my attention is usually focused on the goal versus the process itself. Um, it was also important for me to question and understand why I valued achieving so much um, so that I could finally begin to appreciate me without achieving anything, me as a person. Um, and I, yeah, I think when my therapist was asking me like, why are you so hard on yourself? Or why is it so important for you to achieve? Um, I could definitely identify that when I was younger, I was treated better when I achieved more. Um, I would be rewarded because I achieved more. So that kind of translated to me feeling loved more when I achieved more. Um, and therefore, I also felt more worthy when I was achieving. But obviously, that's not necessarily true. And um, I always like to tell my, my team that, yeah, they are enough and they don't need to, you know, be the best to be worthy, um, which is so standard. And I think like everyone knows that, but I think in practice, when you want to achieve and when you have goals in life, like it's harder to put into practice. <laughs> and I think the second thing was also like the society I was raised in, like with growing up in the Philippines, 
Um, everyone was fighting for that honor roll. Well, not everyone, but everyone who cared was fighting for that honor roll. Um, you'd also get recognized if you had the highest grades at home. You'd also um, have people who were proud of you if you'd be on the honor roll. So I think it is a, yeah, a very societal tendency that we might have because when I came to Switzerland, like no one knew what an honor student was. Like just wasn't a thing, um, which just goes to show that they didn't necessarily put value or your, your um, status in society was not elevated by how much you were achieving, um, which is totally different from how I grew up. So um, when my therapist started to ask me what my end game was and what I wanted to accomplish by achieving so much, um, I also started to realize that at the end of the day, I was achieving for the sake of achieving and also making, perhaps making my family proud, but I didn't, there was no end to it. Like it would just keep going higher and higher without a real, um, yeah, rooted purpose and without it really making me happy. Um, and that was just really my way of feeling validated and feeling worthy. So I had to kind of think about unlearning that so that I could appreciate moments where I don't achieve and moments where I am not at my top performance level because it is impossible for you to always be on top. <laughs> Um, so the third thing that I learned was that I'm an, I have an inner child and that person still has needs. And what makes me feel vulnerable right now is tied to how I grew up and how I experienced love. Um, so I think as children, we also tend to look at things in a very black and white way. No, this is actually what my therapist said. This is not what I said. <laughs> and we look up to our parents and expect the world from them. And when they make mistakes, it's kind of like, it's harder for us to forgive that because you're my parent. You're supposed to know better. But we also forget to realize that they were once children themselves who also have the values and the personalities that their parents raised them with. So I think in order to have a healthy, loving relationship with your parents and family, you kind of need to detach yourself from the situation. And when they say or do things that might hurt you, it normally isn't about your lack of or you not being enough, but it is usually more about them and their needs. So if you feel like, I don't know, you're... Um, mom or dad is forcing you to do something and you didn't do something right it is more of a reflection of what they feel is right and what they feel should be done versus like you being completely incompetent um, so it is you know you I think it helps to remember that they were also once kids they were also once people that did not know how the world works um, and that allowed me to have a lot more empathy 
for yeah situations that I wouldn't agree with when it came to my family or my parents um I think it's always important to give them the benefit of the doubt and experience and embrace the good in that person instead of judging them for what they are always doing wrong um and that would has really enabled me to develop a better relationship with my family um when I started to kind of detach myself from um yeah what what I want to expect and instead focus on accepting who they were as people and um, empathize for the situations that they also had growing up um the fourth thing that I learned was how to define happiness so usually when Again, when people used to ask me if I was happy, I would say, um, yeah, you know, I'm happy, but I need to do this, this, and that. Um, but my therapist asked me four questions, which you can probably ask yourself as well. So she said that a person feels happy um, when they are say yeah, can say yes to these three questions. So it's, do you like who you are? Do you like what you do? And do you belong to yourself? And then I remember asking, like, what does that mean? Do you belong to yourself? And it essentially means, like, are you living the life that you want to live instead of living the life that other people want you to live, whether it's society or your family or your parents? And typically, when you find that you are living your life according to other people's rules and not your own, um, yeah, this brings you to a lot of tension because you're not being fully authentic. You're not living the life that you really want. Um, so it is important that your principles are aligned with how you live your life as well. Um, I think this, these three questions were like mind blowing. Like I, when you ask this to yourself, you can really drill down on um, what might make you unhappy in life. And the last thing that I learned, which I think was a super important learning for me, was I'm the type of person who always likes to improve myself and criticize myself. Um, and it's not in a, it's not in a, oh my God, you are missing this. You're not blah, blah enough. Like I'm self-critical in a way that's still healthy, you know, like um yeah like I think you can do this so that it will help you with this that that kind of critical um and then I was comparing myself to my husband who was super like chill and content and just like living life in the present and not really thinking about um any of these things and I started to think like why am I so hard on myself like why can't I just live peacefully like like he does like he's living in the moment um but I started to realize that I was asking myself the wrong question like it wasn't really fair to myself that I was also trying to be you know someone who doesn't um self-criticize basically someone who's just like completely chill and completely in the moment because that's really not me um and what it's actually something that adds value to myself, my life, 
when I can identify things that I can improve on. It also adds value to his life. So um, I, I was, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is it is important to um, focus on your own battles versus like trying to think that there is something wrong with you. And that's kind of what I was saying, initially thinking like, if I'm self-critical, like, is there something wrong with that? And, and the more I started to accept that versus resist my self-critical voice, it became a lot more um, health. Yeah, it became a lot easier to deal with that side of me um, because I was basically being self-critical about being self-critical. <laughs> and I was asking like, if there was anything wrong with that. Um, at the end of the day, yeah, I, again, it helped to realize that no, there is nothing wrong with being self-critical as long as it doesn't affect your, or it doesn't paralyze you from doing things and from moving forward, which, which was the way it was in my case. Like I was self-critical, but I was, because I was questioning everything, but not self-critical to the point that I couldn't do anything anymore. Um, yeah, so I think those were the five things that I learned from therapy. If you want to ask yourself some questions, do a little bit of reflection and do some self-therapizing, you can probably ask yourself um, what you think you need help with. When, when do you feel vulnerable? When do you feel like you're not being loved? Whether that's at work or in your relationships or in your friendships, um, those answers will usually help you identify why you have that insecurity and um, perhaps understand yourself a little bit better. So you can also probably ask yourself, um, is there something that you feel like you want to make peace with, um, with yourself or with someone else? Um, is there a, a feeling or emotion that you have that's difficult to tame. Um, so yeah, I think if you kind of think about those questions, it might help you understand that a bit more and you might be able to reflect on, on that as well. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate the time and talk to you guys soon. Almost Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hey there! Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. If you made it this far, you probably enjoyed it. So we hope you can click the subscribe button on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen and leave a rating and review right now. Yes, right now. Doing this helps us reach more people and help them unlearn their limiting beliefs. Make sure you also tag us at Unlearning With Us on social media so that we can see your feelings, validate you even though you don't need some validation, and pat you on the back for chasing that self-growth. Thanks, guys!